Do you go double kibasi? It's been known to happen. Holy crap! I mean, I can see you taking two kibasis at once in college, but probably not on the sandwich. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. I listened to the Mike Tomlin press conference today, and after we heard the question asked about hybrid linebackers, finally we got down to brass tacks. A.B. and Le'Veon Bell are on an international punter search, presumably traveling by jet ski. No need for alarm. You found the Crowley Show where your mom listens, and you should too. 412-922-2874 is the number to call, or you can join the cast of Dozens and follow me on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. Brian LaMartina sitting across from me, shirtless Tom behind the glass. Check them out on Twitter, at FBomber73, at ButtonPusher970. Tell your kids, tell your wife, we're doing radio up in here. The Steelers used to be revered. Nationally, the perception was they're one of the best-run organizations, not just in the National Football League, but in sports. Is it better to be feared or loved? Well, Mean Joe Green was both. The consummate professional, a tremendous leader. The Steelers have had scores of those throughout the annals of their history. Now they're a laughingstock. Now they're a joke. The Pittsburgh Steelers now mean something totally different to fans throughout the country. They all think the Steelers are a disgrace. Le'Veon Bell not showing up. He's out on a jet ski. Oh, I don't want to get hurt. 400 touches could hurt me. Well, then what the hell are you doing on a jet ski? Antonio Brown bitches and moans at the Steelers offensive coordinator Randy Feetner on Sunday, then doesn't show up to work on Monday. Mike Tomlin has to explain it away on Tuesday. Antonio Brown threatened to break a reporter's jaw last week. He apologized for that, but the apology didn't last very long. These Steelers are not respected. These Steelers are not revered. These Steelers are a disgrace. They haven't won anything either. It's one thing if you have won multiple championships and you act a fool. It's one thing if you are the Philadelphia Eagles from last year and you go on a parade and you're ripping everyone and their mother, making fun of the Patriots. That I get. You can do that when you've been to the mountaintop. Antonio Brown's never won anything. It's not his fault, but he's never won anything. Le'Veon Bell, it's not his fault, but he's never won anything. These guys act like they've done something before. These guys act like they've actually won. They haven't. They've never been past the AFC Championship game, and when they were in the AFC Championship game, they were embarrassed again by the Patriots. You want to look at the gold standard in the NFL? It ain't the Steelers anymore. It's the Patriots. Are the Steelers even on the list? Art Rooney II deserves respect. Dan Rooney deserves respect. The Chief deserves respect. They don't deserve this. Finally, I'll come around and agree with a lot of people here. Mike Tomlin has dropped the ball. It's hard in 2018 when you've got 53 grown-ass men with grown-ass egos and trying to create a nice homeostasis environment. But this has gone too far. No other team in the league has these kind of problems.
You hear all the time the Steelers, they've got continuity. They've had three coaches in the last thousand years. Okay. And what? What does that even mean? Mike Tomlin does not have this team under control. And now there's nothing that can be done to put that toothpaste back in the tube. Dan Bilesma was a hell of a coach, I thought, for a while. And then you realize his message gets lost on deaf ears. It's the same thing over and over again. Dan Bilesma rarely had a plan B. If he was getting out schemed, there's nothing he would do to change it. Oh, let me juggle the lines a little bit. Uh, let me put Pascal Dupuis with Crosby. Oh, it's not working. Let's put him on the third line. Oh, it's not working. Let's move this guy here. Tactically, though, there was never a pushback. Mike Tomlin says the same platitudes all the time. Mike Tomlin acts the same way towards the media, towards his team all the time. And nothing has changed. Nothing will change, just like it didn't change with Dan Bilesma. Bilesma won a championship. He thought everything he did was right. Mike Tomlin won a championship. It's been 10 freaking years, but he still thinks everything he does is right. I'm not saying fire the coach. I am saying it ain't ever going to look the way you want it to look, Steelers fans. It ain't ever going to be all hunky-dory up in here. Antonio Brown is a nuisance. Le'Veon Bell would be a nuisance if he was here. His mere non-presence makes him a nuisance. Ben Roethlisberger makes himself a problem all the time. The leaders in that locker room don't lead well enough. If they did, this wouldn't happen, and they wouldn't lose. They wouldn't be 0-1-1 right now with the second one being a tie to the Cleveland Browns. This organization has fallen so darn far, and it's sad. I grew up on the Steelers. I have a damn Steelers starter jacket from the 1990s. Doesn't fit me anymore. But I cared about the team. I wanted to see them do well. Well, now, I don't want to root for them anymore. They're not the team I fell in love with as I grew up. The black and gold used to mean something. They used to be revered. They used to be respected. And now they're a disgrace. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Will Graves going to join us coming up in 13 minutes here on the show. He was at the Mike Tomlin press conference today. He has interesting thoughts, I'd imagine, on social media policy, which I think the Steelers are at least considering and acting. Is Antonio Brown going to be suspended? I don't think he can do anything. I think it's too little too late. Antonio Brown posted a video, a live video, on Facebook of the team after they lost, or after they, pardon me, beat the Chiefs in the division round of the playoff game. They gave him a contract. They put up with the helicopter. They put up with the social media problems. They put up with him throwing a Gatorade cooler. They put up with everything. So why now does things do things change? Why now do you change it up? Because he didn't show up for work? I'd love to say yes. I'd love to say sit him down. I think that winds up working out worse for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Antonio Brown is not going to take well to not getting the preferential treatment. And I don't think that you can afford to lose a game on Monday night and fall to 0-2-1. If you put Antonio Brown in timeout, if you set him in the corner and make him look at the wall and put the dunce cap on, he's going to throw a bitch fit. He's going to lose his freaking mind. And things get worse, I think, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You cannot 
put the toothpaste back in the tube. This monster has been unleashed already, and you can't put him back. Antonio Brown missed practice on Monday. I guess it was really a meeting, not technically a practice, but he missed film study on Monday. It sucks. If he doesn't show up tomorrow, okay, maybe you consider something, but if he shows up to practice and he's ready to go, you got to put him out there. They're not beating Tampa Bay without him. Now, the detractors, the people who argue against my point, they would say, well, the one game doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. It's got to be about the future. It's got to be about the rest of the season. It's got to be about sending a message to Juju Smith-Schuster that he can't behave this way. It's got to be about Antonio Brown knowing that this won't fly anymore and we're done. Yeah, I don't buy it. If you sit him down, you start 0-2-1, and your problems just compound. The Steelers are going to need to score points to beat Tampa Bay. And without Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster is your number one wide receiver. If he's getting A-B-type coverage, he ain't making plays. So who's the guy that makes plays? Is it James Washington? Probably not. Not as your number two wide receiver. Who they got after that? The little guy, Switzer? that going to work out? No! You will lose that football game. You will be 0-2-1. And then potentially, I think the rest of the locker room looks at the head coach and says, Coach, why'd you do this to us? Why'd you sit A.B. down? It doesn't become about the wide receiver. It then becomes about the coach. Then we've got a little bit of a revolt on our hands. You think I'm being dramatic? I don't. This is the way it's going to go down. If they suspend Antonio Brown, he will lose his freaking mind. The team, after losing, will lose their collective minds. You can't punish him. The time to punish him was a long time ago. Ask Bill Belichick what it's like to punish a dude. Ask him how it worked out with Malcolm Butler. Oh, don't like this guy. He did something wrong. Got to sit him down. And you lose the Super Bowl. Maybe you don't if you've got him out there. That is a pretty good player. You cannot cut off your nose to spite your face. Do you agree, Steelers Nation? Do you think Antonio Brown should be suspended? I think it's ludicrous. I think it's too far gone. I think he's too far gone. 412-922-2874. Mike Tomlin had to explain away Antonio Brown today in his press conference. That's got to be frustrating. The team said coming into the season that they didn't want distractions this year. They're going to put all that crap from last year behind them. It's even worse already this year than it was last year. It's worse. It's two weeks in. They haven't got a win yet, and it's worse. Mike Tomlin has to explain it away. All of his teammates have to explain it away. But here's one thing Mike Tomlin didn't have to explain away. That A.B. wasn't requesting a trade. We all know that. He'd be dumb to. Anybody who thinks moving on from A.B. is a good idea, fans, media members, otherwise, they're a doposaurus. A.B. has to know he wouldn't be as good without Ben, though, right? That's the one thing from his tweet that maybe irks me more than anything else. A.B. without Roethlisberger? He might get open. He ain't getting the football. He might... Be able to get open in the secondary, running down the field. But if he's got some schlub throwing him the ball, he's not going to put up the numbers. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't make A.B., but he sure as hell makes A.B.'s statistics look better. You can get open 100 times in a football game. You ain't going to the Hall of Fame if the quarterback doesn't put it in your hands. He's not requesting a trade. Ben Roethlisberger said on his radio show today, I don't know if he's requesting one. I don't think so. i got to talk to him on Wednesday. Ben, again, as usual, doing a good job of not stopping the pot from being stirred. 
The other thing I see from a lot of people, Twitter idiots, twidiots, is that, well, how's A.B. any different than Tom Brady? Well, Brady, yeah, he flipped out on the sideline, just like A.B. did. But I'm pretty sure Tom Brady showed up to work when he was supposed to, right? I'm sure Tom Brady always shows up to work when he's supposed to. You know who didn't on Monday? Antonio freaking Brown. Brady's also never Facebook lived a private moment with the team. He's never arrived via helicopter. He's never chucked a Gatorade cooler. Brady's won five times. AB's never won anything. Tom Brady cares about winning. AB cares about stats. I've defended AB before and said Brady does the same stuff, but this just adds to the legacy of AB being a fool. Brady only pops off on the sideline and largely leaves the off the field antics to everyone else. Brady wants to win. Antonio Brown doesn't care about winning. If Antonio Brown got 150 yards on 10 catches and a couple of tutties and the Steelers lost that game, do you think that he shows up to work yesterday? I do. If the Steelers play the exact same game and you switch the stat line of Juju Smith-Schuster and Antonio Brown, is he at work yesterday? Hell freaking yeah. This ain't about losing. This ain't about being 0-1-1. This ain't about tying the Cleveland Browns. No, this is 100% about A.B. not getting his. I was on a team bus with Antonio Brown a couple of years ago when I was filling in for booth producer for the Steelers game day. And this was a game where Mike Vick had to come in because Ben got hurt. It was against St. Louis back before they tore that dump of a stadium down. And A.B. was saying, look at my stats. What do you think they would have been if my boy was there? Better. You don't care if they win or lose, A.B. You care about putting up them stats because them stats get you paid. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. Do you think A.B. should be suspended? I think it would be cutting off your nose to spite your face. Coming up next, we'll ask Will Graves that question. And social media, does it mix with the Steelers' locker room? Should we say goodbye to it? It's a Crowley Show. Adam Crowley. Uh, I want to talk about what the hell you guys are doing at Cheese because I, I really don't want to Google condoms, noses on my uh, work computer. So The Adam Crowley Show on ESPN Pittsburgh. The Steelers tied game one of the season. They lose game two of the season by giving up 42 points at home. We'll get into the home defensive woes a little bit later on in the show. But A.B., M.I.A., doesn't show up yesterday. His agent says personal reasons. Hey, that could be the case, but I doubt it. Joining us now to discuss our buddy from the Associated Press, Will Graves. Graves, what's up, man? Uh... Great bump music, my favorite remix of all time, maybe. Uh, that's one. Two, Tom needs to raise. Uh, three, I'm glad at least this week when I come on, I'm not Googling mush, Mario Kart and mushrooms. So, Did something happen with just, mushrooms just, and, the, and the president's I can, penis? I can make you woke on this topic. I'm just Don't click all the way through. Just click far enough. Where you get sort of the basics and then get out would be my. Are advice. there pictures of the president's penis? I don't know. You like it's mushroom? Uh, probably oh. somewhere. Mushroom? Okay, A mushroom penis. I'll search it. Uh, I haven't even been involved in that at all. I actually have no idea what's going on there. I know Stormy Daniels wrote a book, and 
His penis is a mushroom. Okay, okay, maybe I do know what's going on. Will Graves from the Associated Press joining us here on the Crowley Show. Tangentially, by the way, uh, Michael Avenatti, who is Gollum, like a 40-year-old Gollum, uh, informed me today there are no further developments about Ben Roethlisberger's involvement in that. Like, and that's legitimate. I'm not even, that's not even me kidding. Like, that's, he legitimately released that today. Yes, this was tweeted, and it came out right around the time of the Mike Tomlin press conference where he was explaining away his wide receiver who didn't show up to work on Monday. I I wouldn't say he was explaining away. I wouldn't say that. Uh, I think he kind of did whenever he, well, you know what, actually, no, I I guess that is is probably not proper description because uh, he kind of implicated A.B., actually. I said it's a complete 180. Wrong thing I just said there, yes. In the the past, when there has been an excused absence or there. Whatever. When they when they say okay, it's fine that you're away. Whether it's and it really doesn't matter who it is, whether it's Ben or AB or whoever. Like it's, Mike will say, basically, and in, 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 more or less that it's excused. And he did not say that today. And I would think that if it was a personal matter, as you know, agents of the divas has said, you know, let's remember former clients here include the great Terrell Owens. Uh, then the team would have known about it and probably would have given A.B. a pass, and they didn't. So, Do you suspend A.B. if you're the Steelers? I don't know if you suspend him. I think maybe you sit him for a, a little while. I mean, you don't, I, I understand they're a, you know, sort of in a crucial part of the season, which is kind of weird to say about week three, but I think you have to, you have to discipline him. In, cause he's, I mean, you know, the problem is like they've let him kind of go. They've yes. given him some rope because yes. he is such a great player and he does have such great work ethic. I mean, nobody's disputing that. Nobody's saying he's not a great player. Nobody's even saying he's not a, a pretty good teammate because he is a pretty good teammate because they win games because he's in the game. Okay? Uh, that being said, when you let him sleep on a Nike bus while everybody else is, you know, in a dorm, when you sort of let him threaten a when – you, when you initially – Bypass the comment on, you know, him threatening a reporter, etc. Like, when's he going to stop? He hasn't shown the capacity to stop yet. You got to find something to make him stop. Graves, I, and think... I, would, I would think sitting him for a quarter or whatever would hopefully get his attention. I think it makes it worse. I think if you sit him down in the second half, first half, what have you. You suspend him. Anything you do, I think, makes it worse. I think he becomes that much more of a headache. I think you just got to kind of mosey ahead the way that you were planning on it, hopefully win the game on Monday night, get everything back to status quo, and uh, hope you put it in the rearview mirror. I don't think there's anything else you can do. I think anything in terms of discipline would just make things worse. It would just compound the problem. I will say this, though. You know, and, and if you look historically at, at receivers that have attitude issues like T.O., like Chad Johnson, Etc. Like once it goes bad, it typically doesn't get back to being good. It just—I mean, there is no sort of like, oh hey, oh that. I mean, there's been too many of oh that for the Steelers, right? And there's just literally been too many. And it's not to be fair. It's not fair to his teammates that we got to come in there, you know, regularly and say, hey man, what's up with '84? And they're tired of talking about it. I mean, if Mill Pouncey doesn't want to talk, that is to me that is a message because Maurice is. Marquise, I'm sorry, he's literally one of the most, you know, blunt, accountable guys in that room. And when he's tired of talking about it, I mean, I think there's a problem. Will Graves from the AP joining us here on the Crowley Show. The Steelers used to be revered, respected, deemed one of the most functional franchises, not just in the NFL and all of sports. What do you think the national perception of the Steelers is now? As a Steelers fan, I'm embarrassed. 
Um, I don't know what the national perception of the team as a whole, uh, but it certainly does. I mean, these these problems, even without AB, they sort of keep popping up. I mean, let's right. be honest, though. I mean, and, and I tried to pose this to, to Cam Hayward yesterday, and he said, quote, through the past. But the flip side of that is, you know, they this happens. Maybe not the off-the-field the crap all the time, but, you know, they, they, let's remember four years ago, the last time they played the Bucks, Mike Glennon came back in the fourth quarter and beat them at home. That team won two games all year. Okay, let's remember they blew it a fourth-quarter lead at home in on the first day of October in 15 because Scobie missed a couple of kicks. Let's remember the debacle last year in Chicago. I mean, like, it, bad things happen to this team early in the season. They've had two bad things happen to them. I mean, to be honest, if you look in the rear view, they're probably lucky they, beat the, they tied the Browns. Yes. Right, which is crazy. Uh, that being said, you know, their track record with this group is such that they do kind of get together. The, the foot, so I'm willing to kind of give them another couple weeks before I would start panicking because I'm not sure how good the division is. The flip side of that is you still got to play the Chargers. You still got to play the Patriots. You still got to play the Jaguars. And if those are the teams that you're probably going to see in January, if this team even gets to January, you're probably going to have to do it on the road. And granted, they haven't been great shakes at home lately, but that's still something I'd rather have them in high field than not. So, you know, like, like there's reason to be like, okay, let's just get through this. The flip side of that is they kind of need to do it kind of quick. I've had a number of fans jump into my menchies today, Graves, and say things like, oh, AB just wants to win. He's pissed that they're losing. Do you believe that he wants to win? If he had Juju stats, he'd have shown up, right, even though they lost? How, how about that? Two things here. I, I do think, I do believe that he believes, and he's right, that sort of the one thing that's missing is the one thing that he needs to make sure that in whenever his name comes up on the ballot, whether it's 10 years from now or 12 or whatever, that there is not, there's no debate. There is no making him wait three years like they made Terrell Owens wait three years. There is this guy was the best receiver of his time. He's a Hall of Famer period. He wants to win a title. Um, I wonder, I'll be honest with you, I wonder if he's healthy. That's, you know, uh, that's something that sort of got lost in the wash here. He's not getting away from guys. He's making plays, but he's not getting away from guys. One of the reasons is, you know, per catch average is a little low. I mean, the, the irony is, we can talk about his stats. And if you look at it, if you extrapolate over 16 weeks, he's going to set, at this pace, he's going to set a record for most receptions in a season. Okay? So, I don't think, I don't think Sunday was about the numbers. I think it was, Frustration. Did he want to score a touchdown? I'm sure, but I think it. What there was certainly a factor of we're losing. I'm going to give him, and he look. He pisses me off as much as any player in this town does. Um, you know, I'm going to give him a pass on that one because if we're talking about the numbers, his numbers. You know, he's going to go over 100 easily at this point, at this rate, and, and I, if he stays healthy, I just wonder, is he healthy enough to have sort of those breakaway moves that have separated him from? defensive backs and separating from other other receivers in the league, and I'm not entirely sure that that's the case. One of the things I hear a lot, Will, is that this is on Tomlin. He's got to have better control of the team. Uh, if it is on Tomlin, isn't it also a little bit on the quarterback? I mean, shouldn't the quarterback be a good enough leader to tell these guys to STFU? I, you know what? I, I don't know. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Um I do think in general leadership, and we've we've taken – look, I've taken Ben to task many times on, you know, whether I consider him a leader or not. I mean, in this case, if the, if the head coach is sort of – unless Tomlin went to them and said, you guys handle it. I mean, if Ben feels he's, A, knows that A.B. is going to work his butt off during a game, 
And it seemed like if, it's, if you if you want to look at the Zapruder film from the video on Sunday, I mean, it seemed like Ben is just sort of like he's been in this, around this guy eight years now. It's just like whatever. He's just doing A B things. Like it almost rolls off his back. But if Mike isn't doing it, then unless he goes to the players and say, you guys get him in check, I'm not going to hold the players 100% accountable for him. Cause, and I don't even know if he is controllable, to be honest with you. Yes, and that's probably where I fall, too, just asking the question. Will Graves from the Associated Press joining us here on the Crowley Show. Mike Tomlin said that he's got to handle real-world things, real issues. In 2018, I think very much social media falls under that. That should be a real-world issue that... Mike Tomlin's paying attention to and the organization's paying attention to. So should the organization have a different, a better social media policy? I don't know what it is, but I think threatening a reporter is something that should be suspendable. I know that in Jacksonville, Jalen Ramsey uh, was going after a reporter, and he got suspended. Well, I think that was more of an in-person thing, wasn't it? I mean, I think there is a... He did call Bouchette a a racist. I mean, that happened. Well, okay. (laughs) That's not social media, I guess. Oh, that thing, right? I mean... Uh, it's tough. These are grown men. These are adult millionaires. Yes. Okay. So, um, now if you told me I can have this job, one of the conditions is don't tweet like an idiot or don't threaten reporters or whatever. I'd probably do that to keep my job. Just like, no offense. I, if, a, if the law says, if the rules say you can't smoke weed, even though it is, it's kind of, a, at this point, it's sort of stupid. If that's the rules to make a million dollars a year, I could find a way to not smoke weed or eat a brownie or whatever. Um, I don't know. I mean, I like the fact that these guys are open. I mean, I, you don't want to turn it into offense. You don't want to turn it into college football where universities have, you know, policies about things, guys. Because it makes, I mean, let's be honest, as much as I hate it, it makes the job interesting and it makes the job easier and it does give us some insight into these guys that we might not get otherwise. Um, Graves, what if... That it, being said, there yeah. should be a rule that says don't threaten to test a guy's jaw. If you, if there should be a line, and they need to probably do a really good job of demarcating that uh, for future reference. But most of those guys that use it in that room, they're fine. Vince Williams is great on Twitter. He's honest, he's open, he says stuff that he doesn't say to us any other, any other week but Friday. There's lots of cam. I mean, you could go down a long list of guys that use it in a way that's not detrimental to the team. It's just mostly this one guy. Graves, you were very specific when it came to the pot smoking, so I have to ask, if you were told that you couldn't use a pipe, would you still would you still be involved? I mean, would you still have your job? <laughs> what, what about a what about a bong? What about a G bong? I would say, I mean, I, I think look, like, I, I smoked enough to what? know that I'm not a smoker. I smoked it enough because I can't. Like there are literally carpets ruined uh, because my inability to ingest the smoke properly okay let's i mean i'll just leave it at that uh however what are you, bill clinton was, jesus i mean it's i mean like dude imagine a mix of semi-raw hamburger killian's irish red kalua nice. and a big honk and toke which is what happened one night when i was playing cards in my 20s in my buddy's new apartment with bright blue carpet and they literally as i and, and i didn't want to drink anymore so they were like hey dude why don't you just take a hit so i took a hit and they said don't hoover it and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm, you know, at this point I'm hammered. I'm like, I'm going to show these guys. I'm not a smoker, but I'm going to show them I can smoke. Yeah, I'm not a smoker. I can't smoke. And I just roused everywhere, and it was bright orange on there. I mean, literally, they moved in like the week before. It was like a house. It was like a housewarming party or whatever. So, well, not a housewarming party because we were 22. It was a party. Um, so, yeah, but edibles, that's a different thing. But if you told me, hey, you can't have, you can't do, mar- you can't have marijuana in any form to make this job that's going to set you for life, I'd find a way to do it. 
I'd find a way to say no. I mean, it sucks that this is with society-wise, the way, way everything's changing. It's, it's stupid that in places like Colorado where it's legal, like it's legal for them to go and do it. In D.C., it's legal for them to go and do it. Yet it's illegal by the rules of the NFL. And, if, you know, if that's what it takes to keep my job, I'd probably follow the rules. Coming up that's, next that's my week. Little stance on it. Coming up next week on what Will Graves will give up to keep his jobs. We talk about Quaaludes. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the time, Graves. Appreciate it, buddy. Hey, give me out of. Give me out a guy's butt on the on the wall. Shouldn't that be somewhere in the middle? Oh, that's true. You Let's are right. It. You are right under guy junker. It looks like he's taking a deuce on your I'm head. Under, I'm under guy's junk. That's you know outside of Mrs. Junker. I don't know if it's a good place to be. So <laughs> goodbye, Graves. Jesus Christ. Coming up next. What happened to Heinz Field? Uh, the Steelers used to be good there. They're not anymore. And social media policy for the Steelers? Nah, I think not. It's a Crowley show. The Adam Crowley Show. I'm with you, and you know what? That's an even better point than your cheese teeth today. And that's saying something, because your cheese teases are unbelievable. Thank and you, sir. my favorite thing on Twitter. Adam Crowley. Oh, yeah. Cheese. Yeah. On ESPN Pittsburgh. Got this tweet from Carrie at underscore Adam Crowley. I'm sure the media would twist that too when referring to Antonio Brown. Ah, yes. This is all the media's fault. It's all hashtag fake news. In case you missed it, actually, we care more about hybrid linebackers. You thought Tomlin was going to get raked over the coals today. Here's the first question in his press conference. Coach, you, you've acknowledged that this is now a passing league. You seem to have dressed this through hybrid linebackers to cover running backs, tight ends, your safety strong, but yet you got lit up by Jacksonville for 45, McCombs comes in for six. Is it time to think about the scheme that you're playing, or is it the way you're using your personnel? See, the Steelers are bringing this up themselves. The media, we don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about A.B. No one wants to talk about A.B. It's Tomlin. Tomlin brought it up. Okay, that's not true. It is a story, though. He didn't show up for work on Monday after he tweeted, trade me then. And this was just a few days after he issued an apology for threatening to punch a freaking reporter in the face and break his jaw. It's a story. It's turmoil. The Steelers are not operating like a well-oiled machine, in case you haven't noticed. They are 0-1-1. Which is hilarious every time I say they tied the Browns. Can you believe that? They tied the damn Browns. And not only are they sucking on the field, they suck off the field too. A.B. didn't show up on Monday, which meant that neither the all-pro wide receiver or the all-pro running back was there. That's a story. That's important. What the hell's going on? What happens if they keep losing? Oh, my God. What happens? Mike Tomlin has never before lost a team. It's not happened before. We'll get into that coming up in 15 minutes, why this year could be the exception. But first, the Steelers are awful at Heinz Field lately. Ben Roethlisberger's bad on the road, right? Road Ben sucks. And it's a real thing. I did some numbers. Road Ben threw 12 touchdown passes on the road, 16 at home. 
Two years ago, his ratio was 20 to 5 at home and 9 to 8 on the road. This year, albeit small sample size, his quarterback rating on the road is 60 at home. It's 105. Ben Roethlisberger better at home. The defense inexplicably worse. How is the defense worse at Heinz Field? What, Renegade not doing it anymore for you? Uh, it doesn't get you hard the way it used to, Renegade. They gave up 38 to the Jags on defense. Seven of those were only Ben Roethlisberger's fault. Road Ben found his way into Heinz Field that day. 38 to the Ravens at five yards damn pop from Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, five yard passed his way down the field. Enough time to score 38 points at Heinz Field against the Steelers. They gave up 28 points to the Rogerless Packers. That's right. That backup quarterback, Hunley, is so good that they kept him, right? No, he's not there anymore. They traded him. 28 to that team. They gave up 14 points in the fourth quarter alone to the Patriots. 100-some-odd yards in that quarter. And they gave up 42 points to the Chiefs last week, this week, Sunday, however you want to define it. They gave up 42 to the Chiefs. This defense sucks. And even bad defenses you'd think would play better at home. Did I? My voice just cracked there. Okay, good. Thought it did. That is in my head. Even bad defenses play better at home. The Steelers aren't feared anymore. And that goes into my topic at the beginning of the show. How does the national media, what is the national narrative on these Pittsburgh Steelers? How does the media think? What do the other teams think? They don't respect them anymore. The media doesn't respect the Steelers. Everyone's calling for Mike Tomlin's job. And, okay, everyone might be a little strong. Callan Cowherd says he's bad. The former quarterback who won four Super Bowls here, whose name I will never utter again on the show, says he's bad. He should get fired. Jason Whitlock says he should be gone. A lot of people share the opinion that Mike Tomlin's not a great coach. So their thought process is the Steelers aren't good. They should be good. We don't respect them. No one respects them. Well, other teams, they're not afraid to go into Heinz Field. The Jaguars, with Blake Bortles at freaking quarterback, they stroll up in here, they put up 38 points. You think they're scared? They ain't scared. Joe Flacco's never been scared to come into Heinz Field. The guy couldn't score 20 points last year to save his life, and they put up 38. Again, Rogerless Packers, they can't be thinking they're going to win this football game in Heinz Field, right? At least in the old days, they wouldn't be. They'd think, oh, towels will be swirling. There'll be 68,000 people there going nuts. They'll play Renegade. You won't be able to hear a damn thing. We're scared. No, 28 points. Now, the Patriots have always given the Steelers trouble. It doesn't matter if they play on Mars or the moon or Gillette Stadium or at Heinz Field. They always give the Steelers problems, but they figured out the defense late in the game. Gronk could do everything he wanted. Brady could do everything he wanted. 14 points, 100 yards in that quarter. Nobody's afraid to come to Heinz Field anymore. And the defense is a huge problem, whether it's home or road. I know this, but you at least better mark your damn territory. I want to see Cam Hayward come out when the Steelers are at home against the Ravens on Sunday Night Football in two weeks and pee all around the outside of the field. Show them at your house, damn it. It's embarrassing to get beat on the road. It's embarrassing a couple years ago when Tom Brady puts 55 up on you at Gillette Stadium. But nothing compares to when you're at home and you're soft. That's a bad look. The logo's on the field. Art Rooney's name is everywhere. 
Dan Rooney's name's everywhere. Art Rooney the second's name's everywhere. They got the Hall of Honor now put up in the end zone. What a great franchise we are. What great fans we have. And they unite, too. Uh, the whole nation, it unites. We are the best. We're the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> 42 points to the Chiefs. That's a second-year quarterback. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's got a lot of weapons, but he walks in there not scared. You remember with Dick LeBeau? The Steelers were like 1,001 against rookie quarterbacks with Dick LeBeau. And I realize Pat Mahomes is in his second year. He played one game at the end of last season. He's pretty much a damn rookie. He comes in here, cock of the walk, got that swagger, and he throws six touchdown passes. Heinz Field is not scary for anyone other than Steelers fans. Heinz Field's not scary for anyone other than Keith Butler. The Steelers can't keep teams out of the end zone at home. Huge problem. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Do you want to talk about hybrid linebackers? Uh, anybody. That guy who asked the question, by the way, the media member, he's from Westmoreland County. I caught his show when I was up at training camp. He said that James Harrison last year should have been converted to inside linebacker to help stem the bleeding after Ryan Shazier got hurt. Yeah, that'll do it. John Bostic did a great job covering Travis Kelsey down the middle of the field. How do you think James Harrison would have done? He wouldn't have been in the screen. Anyway, I digress. That guy drives me crazy. How do we let him into the press conference? Media. Can't we stop him? They let Tom in there without a shirt. That's a good point. Should the Steelers have a social media policy? I don't know if you can. I mean, you, you can technically, but I don't know if you, you can in practicality, right? Nope. You're a Pittsburgh Steeler. You do not get to have a Twitter account. You're a Pittsburgh Steeler. You don't get Facebook. I don't think that goes over well. I think that causes more problems than it solves. I think instead of them spouting off on social media, you then have them spouting off every which way, getting pissed at each other, getting pissed at the coaching staff. It creates even further a divide between ownership and and the players. So for everyone like Madden and for the station across the street screaming, you've got to tell these guys not to use Twitter, and they can do that. They're the employer. That opens up a whole new can of worms. If you think the First Amendment is a problem now with the flag, uh, like imagine telling them that they can't speak to the masses. Like It it would absolutely go nuts. There kind of could be, because again, it does go back to the argument, this is their team, this is their league, they can kind of do what they want, so if they wanted to, hey, you have to shut up, you have to shut up. But like you said, man, it would not go well. I'm interested to hear what Steelers fans have to think on that and on A.B., and there are two different ways to punish the team. Do you suspend A.B., 412-922-2874? Usually you call in around this time. You usually want to listen to me spout off for the first 40 minutes because I'm God's gift to radio. But this is usually the time people call in. So that's question number one. Question number two. Do you think the Steelers should enact a social media policy? My answer to both is no, you can't suspend him, and no, you can't enact a social media policy. If you suspend A.B., he's going to lose his mind. If you suspend A.B., he's going to fly out of town on a helicopter, meet Le'Veon Bell down in Miami, where they're both going to go jet skiing together. If you stop the Steelers from being able to use social media, guys like Cam Hayward, who have done nothing wrong, they'll freak out. It'll be like the Patriot Act all over again. I didn't do anything wrong. Don't punish me. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't fly, and the Steelers would be drowned in drama again. Coming up next, we discuss Le'Veon Bell 
jet skiing in Miami and what a freaking dumbass hypocrite he is. And I think that Mike Tomlin has never lost a team. Could this be the year? It's Crowley Show.